0: Rewards and punishment can be challenging, especially if we're not sure if it's making an impact on our children, whether it's their behavior or academically, or, and if the technique we're using is best for them mentally, socio-emotionally, and long-term. Today we're going to talk about each of these, so let's go. Hi and welcome to EDU Meet, the podcast that focuses on bridging the gap and fostering stronger relationships between parents and schools by empowering parents to become partners in their children's schools. My name is Poonam Saxena and I'm your host for this podcast. And I'm so happy that you are joining me today as we talk about a very important topic that all parents face. How do we reward or punish? I don't like the word punish, but that's the best word that I can come up with to help children deter their behavior. How do we do that? What's the best method for our children? What's going to have the longest impact? And What is the best way to help them without diminishing their self-esteem and confidence? So let's dive in and let's first talk about rewards because rewards, it's positive. Let's go ahead and do the good right now. Rewarding our children can be tough as well in the fact that Children want instant gratification. Okay, let's face it. We all want instant gratification. So let's discuss what I'm talking about. Let's say, for example, your child is struggling in... Okay, I'll say science. And there's a concept that they're not grasping. But you believe, along with your teacher whom you've talked to, that your child actually knows or can learn the material. So how do we set up a reward system for them? We set it up in small increments. Divide out the big concept into small concepts, just like they do in class and let them feel like they've accomplished and learned that mini concept before we get to the full concept. If we break it down and we reward them, say with an extra 20 minutes of television or video game, or they get to choose game night, or they get to pick where you are going out for dinner that week, if you're going out for dinner, That's a small reward that lets them know that they're doing a good job. Now, the end result can be a family picnic, for example. It can be making a special dinner, their favorite dinner, and they get to help. When we have these many rewards leading to the big rewards, it's more meaningful. And those big rewards don't have to cost a lot. It doesn't have to be a steak or lobster dinner. My kids would have been thrilled with just a pasta bake that had their favorite veggies and meat in it. And they love to make it. So it doesn't have to be complex. It just needs to be something that they can envision and feel motivated to work towards. It's no different than us at work when we have a project and we have to chew off a little bit at a time to get the full project complete. Our reward is validation from our boss, our colleagues It could be a promotion. It could be a gift card to, honestly, Starbucks. But something that acknowledges that you put in the work and you've achieved your goal. So we have to think of rewards in that manner. Now let's talk about punishment. Punishment is tough. And I'm going to say this for both reward and punishment. My personal opinion is money is not a good tool to reward with or punish with. I guess because my parents never used it. I never got a dollar for an A or whatever the going rate is for an A on my report card. It just never stuck with me. So I never did that with my own children. So if you take that out and you believe that money does not have to be a part of a reward punishment system, then let's talk about what punishment is or what are some options for you to change the behavior? Because at the end of the day, whatever you're taking away as quote-unquote punishment is ultimately to change the behavior. Most parents and I'm guilty, I was guilty of this, I would take my child's phone away. They spend an inordinate amount of time on it anyway, so let's take it away. You know what happened? I couldn't reach them. If the plans changed, and I needed to pick them up early or I was going to be late or they needed to contact me because they needed help, guess what? They had no way to communicate. So I would encourage you not to take the phone away, but maybe take out their video time or their TV time, or they have to skip the sleepover or going out to dinner with someone. And of course punishment has to be commensurate with the action. So if it is a serious life-threatening behavior it requires more intervention. I always found that speaking with my children sitting down telling them my concerns telling them what the outcomes were going to be and then letting them talk about their point of view letting them share because it's a two-way street their behavior may not have been great but Communication is how we're going to solve the problem. And I know I say that a lot, but it's so true. One of the things I do is when my children behave in a manner that I am not approving of, let's say, and we're in public, I go over to them. I put my hand on their shoulder. I lean in and I say, I don't think that that's what you should be doing. Let's step back for a moment. Never yell at them in public. Never did. Always praise them in public. But if I needed that behavior to change immediately, I would just go whisper in their ear. It saves them and it saves you. So think about that. And the last thing that I want to share with you that I think is really important, letters of apology for behavior that hurts someone else is, is important. It's important for your child to recognize that their behavior impacted someone else negatively. And writing an apology not only validates them, it also allows that behavior to potentially change in the future because having to write it down makes it real. And our children understand that by writing it, they're not only acknowledging it, but they're also more likely to change. These are simple tips that you can use as reward and punishment for your child. Our children need to learn early what is acceptable and what isn't. So start early. Figure out what works for you, works for your child, and implement that. And of course you're going to have to maneuver and change along the way. That's part of growth. But it's also part of what our children deserve to learn. I hope that you've enjoyed this episode and have gotten some tips that you can implement fairly quickly. We will be back in a few weeks with a new topic. Until then, if you want more information, check out my book, Parent Power, Navigate School and Beyond, available on my website and my TED talk, The Key to Enhancing Student Success. Both links will be available in the show notes, so check that out. And remember that we are always working together to educate our children better. Take care, bye.